Welcome to the Boom Tequila Podcast with your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Jody. Join us every Monday for entertainment and relationship-focused topics, music recommendations, and some more fun personal topics in our Dish Bish segment at the end. All right. So welcome to today's episode. Uh, before we get started, let's just talk about what's going on. What's new with you, Erin? Um, well, a couple of things. I, I always give like a dating update. Um, I still I haven't been like active on the apps. I have been talking to a couple people. Um, that's all I'll say, I guess, on that. <laughs> we're going to Florida next week, which yes. I'm so excited about. And we're gonna be in Chicago this weekend. I feel like we're just always traveling. Not really. Like, I don't know. It goes in ways. I feel like I have like nothing going on or a lot going on. Honestly, I, I feel like compared life. to a lot of people, like we do do a lot. Like we're we mm-hmm. we have a lot of adventures and I love it. I feel like we need more. Like there's no, no I agree. Not. Yes. Like, like we just got back from Florida and we're like, well, let's go again. I know. Well, it's yeah, <laughs> it'll be fun. Yes. We're, we're exactly. not going to the same place in Florida. We were in Miami yeah. last time. We'll be in Orlando this time. Yes. So it's not the same. <laughs> no. <laughs> So yeah. What about you? Um, I feel like this, I've started a new adventure and I feel like it's going to be like an embarrassing little segment that we're just going to have to add each week. I started door dashing and those of you that listen that door dash know exactly what I'm saying right now. Like it's fun. I like it. It's just something like that I wanted to do. That's different. That kind of gets me out of the house a little bit. You can do it whenever you want. Um, but I just thought it'd be funny to tell you guys about some adventures that I've gone on with door dashing. So I usually do it in kind of a smaller town nearby me and you learn after doing it so much that the same people order all the time. Like I've got a few regulars, I've got like four or five regulars that order all the time. So like one of them, I call Jeffrey Dahmer because (laughs) he's ordered several times. He lives in this like little apartment down in a corner. Like the first time I was delivering food to him, I just opened the door to this apartment building and I see this like little man with glasses and like the little comb over hair peeking from around the corner, like behind his door. And I'm like, oh, are you, whatever his name is. He's like, yeah. So I go go down and I hand him his food and I just like, I'm not being nosy, but I just kind of glance and you could see he has no furniture at all. And I think, well, okay, maybe he just moved in. That's why he doesn't have any food, whatever. The next day he orders again, (laughs) same thing. And my dad's writing with me at this point. He was like, this guy's just trying to get you at this point. But I'm like, no, I really think that he just like, maybe he doesn't know how to cook. He's a bachelor. He, I swear, dude, he looks just like Jeffrey Dahmer. So I go in and I hand him his food and I see a little bit farther into his apartment because I'm a nosy bitch. And he has like a little desk in the corner, but there's literally nothing else. He has no furniture. Like, dude, do you, I guarantee like you're creepy. So you absolutely have Facebook get on Facebook marketplace. Like there's free furniture all the time. Like I'll, I'll help you. I'll probably get murdered in the process. But anyways, I've got Jeffrey Dahmer that I'm delivering. Food to. Um, yeah, that's, I, I got a one-star review and that like ruined my whole like week because someone ordered Popeye's. I'm going to make this a really short one. Someone ordered Popeye's. I get there. Popeye's is closed. I'm nice to the bitch and I tell her, but she gives me one star. Like, it's my fault. I closed Popeye's. Anyways, I've been doing hair, some great hair. I've been getting ready for Florida. I'm getting tattoos tomorrow. But yeah, so that's all we've been up to lately. So let's do it to it. So one thing that we talk about on and off on this show in different episodes is reincarnation. 
Reincarnation, which is also sometimes called transmigration, is the religious or philosophical belief that the soul or spirit after biological death begins a new life in a new body that may be human, animal, or even spiritual, depending on the moral quality of the previous life's actions. It's something that people have questioned if it's real basically forever. And about 33% of Americans think it is, and around 10% actually claim that they're able to recall their own past lives. Ooh. Yeah. Reincarnation is widely accepted by major Eastern religions, most prominently Hinduism and Buddhism. Hinduism is the world's oldest surviving religion and is unified by its acceptance of samsara, a chain of births and deaths linked by reincarnation. Controlling samsara is the law of karma. I hope I'm saying that word right. Um, it's not one I'm familiar with. So apologies. That's how I said it in my head because I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, Hindus believe that everyone accumulates karma over the course of your lifetime. Basically, good actions create uh, good karma and bad actions create negative karma. The belief is that as long as your soul is burdened by karmic particles, it must bind with a body, which means being born again. Only when your soul is free from all the karma can you exit the cycle of reincarnation and join other souls in a state of perfection. That's interesting. There's like, I won't go into it. There's like certain philosophers that have different, I, yeah, anyways, ideas. I know. Like, I went um, down a huge rabbit hole like and finally spirit I was like, and okay, like communication and things. Let's get back to like the entertaining stuff with this and the stories of it. Like it was, it was, there's a lot to this. And also speaking of like the karma stuff, bitch, it gave me one star. Just remember that. Just remember that. Okay. <laughs> When Buddhism was established 2,500 years ago, it incorporated the Hindu belief in reincarnation. Although Buddhism has two major subdivisions and countless variations and regional practices, most Buddhists believe that samsara or the cycle of rebirth also governed by the law of karma. Many Buddhists believe an individual can end the light, can end the cycle of reincarnation by following the eightfold path. The eightfold path, which is correct view, correct intention, correct speech, correct action, correct livelihood, correct effort, correct mindfulness, and correct concentration. It's a lot of correct <laughs> yes, All the correct everything. Which arguably might be subjective, but um, yes. orphism, is that right? Orphism was yes. a popular mystery. I saved this for you. <laughs> All right. I love that. Orphism is a popular mystery religion that began around the 6th century BC. Its followers study the writings of Orpheus, who was a legendary musical figure. Orphix thought the soul was divine and was imprisoned in the body. And by abstaining from meat, wine, and sex, I don't like this one, a soul could go to Elysium, which was considered a paradise after death. Only after passing through three good Orphic lives <laughs> could a soul end the cycle of reincarnation. You know what? This one's not for me. It sounds awful. Um, and it's also, it I was reading, I was doing like some research sucks. on this and it's a cult. It's actually like considered a cult. Yeah. Well, Orpheus so. can get fucked. I don't know. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> but then yeah. he won't make it to it. no heaven. wine no meat no sex right? like this one's not even based on what you should do but what you shouldn't do like any yeah. i don't know i'm not a big fan of rules in general but like whatever <laughs> Come on, Orpheus. like no meat fine i could do with that but like yeah. wine and 
sex and I guess that's it. It's just those three things. Yeah, those are the those, big three. Like those are big. Meat, yeah. wine, and sex. Like the fuck. What's what is there left to live for? Like, come on. Left to live for. <laughs> Although many people remain skeptical of the soul's ability to return repeatedly, academic psychiatrist Dr. Ian Stevenson led the study of reincarnation in the United States up until his death in 2007. He founded the Division of Personality Studies under the University of Virginia's Department of Psychiatry under Neurobehavioral Sciences. They focus on examining children who remember former lives, near-death experiences, apparitions after death, communications, out-of-body experiences, and deathbed visions. Stevenson's studies focused on young children, usually between the ages of two and five, who had inexplicable phobias or detailed memories about a previous life. He would try to corroborate the facts that children presented with the details of a deceased person's life and sometimes made some really startling connections between the memories and lives. I do think that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, arguably... You could probably poke some holes in it, but oh, for sure. I feel like there's always like possible coincidences and stuff. Like if you look for anything, you're gonna find it. You like know if you I mean? describe any scenario of like someone's life, there's probably someone with those. You can just like Google things and things, just... yeah, yeah. But it's still still pretty. Cool. It's still interesting. Yeah. All right. Now that we've learned a little more about where the idea of reincarnation stemmed from, let's tell a few stories of people who claim they have experienced it and remember things about their past lives. We'll start with 18-month-old Gus. His grandfather had died a year before Gus was born. However, Gus claimed that he was his own grandfather. When he was four, he was able to identify his grandfather in a family photos, even though he had never seen the man in real life. That might not sound like much, but it gets weirder. Years before the grandfather's sister was murdered and her body was dumped in the San Francisco Bay. No one in the family had ever spoken of this to Gus, and consequently, everyone was shocked when Gus started talking about his dead sister. I feel like that's so interesting, but I'm also quick to think, like, something that serious, he might have overheard it. Like, just because they're not directly talking. But 18 months? How much is he talking at 18 months? That's true. And how did they know that it was him? Like, Like, did they interpret, like, he's pointing at a picture and they're like, they, that's your grandpa. How did he know that? You know oh, what I mean? No. Like, how much yeah. is an 18-month-old talking? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah. <laughs> I like it. Maybe it's it could have just been a ghost, too. That's true. Spooky, spooky. <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. All right. What what episode? We got it. Okay. If, that was our weird ghost sex Our episode. ghost sex episode. I forget which one it was, but it was like about ghost sex. And one of the stories, there was like a ghost hiding in the closet. Yes. That like whenever the couple would have sex, it would go, well, 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 what do we have here? <laughs> no, I That's know. a good episode. You guys yeah. got to listen to it. <laughs> Eight-year-old James had been talking about aviation since he was two. His parents reportedly knew nothing about the subject and were amazed when their son started displaying such an extensive knowledge of planes. Their amazement quickly turned to alarm when James started having nightmares about being shot down by a plane with a red sun on it, a Japanese plane. He talked about having dreams and memories of being Lieutenant James McCready Houston, a World War II fighter pilot from Pennsylvania who had been killed more than 50 years earlier. His mother said that James would scream at the top of his voice, airplane crash, on fire, can't get out, help, as he kicked 
and pointed to the ceiling. Later, James told his parents that he had flown a plane called the Corsair from a boat called the Natoma. When James's father decided to do some research, he discovered that there had been a small escort carrier called the Natoma Bay, and there really had been a pilot called James Houston, Houston or Huston, I don't know. His plane was hit in the engine by Japanese fire on March 3rd, 1945. That's wild. What I would want to know on some of those where the kids are really little is do they still recall that as they get older? Can that be confirmed at later dates? Is it like a, fl- like, I don't want to say a fluke thing, but <laughs> so many questions. I'll stop. Okay. The Wait, next one so is- I have a, I have a thing about that. Yeah. Um. So as I was doing research for this, uh, there is a show called Ghost Inside My Child, which funny story about that. I'm not going to say like where I live, but in one of the episodes, it was my hometown and that was kind of cool. But I was noticing a lot of them. The stories were about kids when they were younger and as they get older, they either like forget or just don't feel as like intensely about some of the memories that they have. So yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I wonder if you had any of those people who like do reincarnation, like recollection, like you can do like hypnotherapy and different things like that. If they were to do that, if the stories that they brought up at all would be consistent or if they would say, oh, there's new stories, but this must be from a different past life that we've uncovered now, you know, like, I don't know. Maybe Um, maybe we should do that for one of our episodes. We got $10 psychics to draw our fucking soulmates. Maybe we can find a $10 psychic to tell us that we were like cleopatra in past lives <laughs> we both love were. It. <laughs> the number of people that think they were like you know people always think they're a famous person yeah like people are like i was cleopatra in a former life or like no, i definitely was you like, homeless all have or something. Been. like i'm for sure like just a bum on the street for sure <laughs> no you were for sure we were probably we were totally absolutely I don't know. Bums together. Bums together, yes. Okay, anyways, after developing a phobia of gray, rainy days, four-year-old Edward started complaining about a severe pain in his throat. Whenever it hurt, he said that his shot was hurting. When questioned, he told his mother that he had been in trenches in what she assumed to be World War One. He told detailed stories about his life and about being shot in the throat and killed. Doctors couldn't find a reason for Edward's throat pain, so they took his tonsils out as a precaution. The fuck? Eventually, though, he developed a cyst that no one could figure out how to treat. After he was encouraged to share more uh, stories about his past life, the cyst disappeared, and the doctors were never able to determine the reason why. Um, when, I would be interested to know the time frame on this, because sometimes I think... Maybe cysts can actually just disappear. Yeah. Why are they taking his tonsils out? And this is awful. Maybe this is because I have like experience with like foster care and like trauma and stuff. My first thought was like he was probably sexually abused and like kids explain that stuff in really weird fucking ways sometimes. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry for taking it there. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, I'm like, haha, it's not funny. Oh my but gosh. That was poor little Edward. Yeah. <laughs> so one Reddit user shared this story. Since as long as I can remember, I've had vivid dreams about being a serial killer from the 1940s or 1950s. I lived in an old farmhouse in the middle of the woods, secluded from everyone. I buried my victims, all women with medium length, jet black hair, and very pretty, on my property. There are at least 50, if not more. I've been dreaming about this guy since I can remember, and the details never change. I don't have a name or location, but it bothers me enough that I tried searching, and I don't think I was ever caught. Sometimes I have moments where I genuinely miss my old life, 
in this life, I wouldn't hurt a fly and have dedicated myself to helping people. Sometimes certain situations trigger feelings that are not really me. And I'm not sure where they come from. It's always the same type of girl and always the same thoughts of how to disable her in order to get her back to my place. I've come to terms with it and pass it off as an intrusive thought, but I've never wanted to act on it in this life. Doesn't it make you think like maybe he's just making an excuse for like intrusive thoughts? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like you lean into it and you can convince yourself of anything, but I don't know because also like maybe he's a serial killer and I feel like what he should do is figure out like try to tap into it figure out where he buried one of the bodies and then see if they can uncover it and if they can well jail straight to jail yeah straight to jail (laughs) (laughs) just turn yourself in yeah (laughs) okay the this one is a three-year-old boy caused quite a stir when he claimed he was murdered in a past life the boy who was a member of the druze ethnic group believes in reincarnation which believes in reincarnation, had a long red birthmark on his head, according to some Druze beliefs. And I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, if it's like Druzy or I'm I'm assuming Druze. Uh, Druze beliefs, birthmarks, indicate where death wounds occurred during a past life. When the boy learned how to talk, he started telling elders that he had been killed by an axe blow in a prior life. The boy was led through several villages to see if any of them were familiar to him. Once he found a familiar village, he claimed that he knew exactly who had killed him. The boy walked up to a man and told everyone that this was the person who murdered him. Afterwards, he left his elders to a pile of stones under which they found a body with an axe wound in his head he also led them to the spot where the axe was buried okay i was like really ready to be like this sounds like you know just like probably religious trauma mm-hmm. up until the point that he like led them to the body and now i don't fucking know, <laughs> I know. but what makes me think if i'm gonna question it children are easily like manipulated and talked into things and what if like an adult was like, I'm getting ready to get caught for this murder. Let's tell the kid, like, don't say it was me, but hey, maybe look over there. Like, maybe do this. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Also, this, like, group of people is kind of known for being really into the reincarnation stuff. So it almost makes you think that they just kind of are searching for proof Mm -hmm. all the time. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, like in any religion where children are indoctrinated to believe certain things you can expect that they're going to believe and act as though those certain things are true, you know? Yeah. So that, yeah, the the leading them to the body part's the one that's like, I don't know. But still interesting. Yeah. Another more well-known case of reincarnation is centered around a 32-year-old woman named Yutra who began describing her previous life in a nearby village when she was a child. Her parents didn't pay much attention to her snake phobia and fascination with the Bengali culture, which was quite different from their Marathi culture. However, when she started speaking Bengali and calling herself Sharada, they became concerned. She named 25 people that she had known during her life as Sharada and details of her relationship with each one. Sharada lived 150 years earlier and lived nearly 600 miles from Yutra's home. She claimed that she had been bitten by a king cobra on her right toe, but had no recollection of her death. Researchers were able to confirm all of her claims and that there was no way she would have been able to find any of this information out on her own. Wild. Neato. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, okay. So let's say you want to find out about your past lives. If you've got an open mind, then you might be able to find out about them with past life regression. This technique is often identified as a kind of pseudoscientific practice. It's a method that uses hypnosis to recover what practitioners believe are memories of past lives or incarnations. The technique is used during past life. The technique used during past life regression involves the subject answering a series of questions while hypnotized to reveal identity and events of alleged past lives. This can help you to reconnect with past life experiences, understand why you feel a deep connection with certain places, explore your current soulmate experiences, and even explore unresolved emotions which have carried through into this lifetime, creating fears or beliefs that you have been unable to explain. Also, I tried this thing. We've talked about this on a past episode too, but you can, there's like a YouTube video that mm-hmm. you can watch that helps you with like learning your, like getting hypnotized and learning your past life stuff. But the problem with YouTube to do something like that, I feel like you need to pay for it, pay for the premium. So you don't have these ads interrupting you because <laughs> yeah, I, you can, not, it's not going to work. Hypnotized. Yeah. You'll be hypnotized to like purchase a certain brand of right? like <laughs> vodka or something. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Like in a past life, you'll like wake up being like, why do I need to buy Sprite? (laughs) Exactly. But yeah, that's all we've got for our, uh, our stories and our little bit of info on reincarnation. So do you, what do you think? Where do you stand on it, Erin? I still am leery. leery. (laughs) I think it's very interesting. I think, would I be open to like seeing a hypnotist or whatever that does like, and, and tells you, yeah, but would it? Would it make me believe more? Probably not because I'd sit there and go like, yeah, she could have been the, just yeah. making up. Like, how do you, if you're really in a hypnotized state where you don't recall what you said, how do you know she's not just making it up? Exactly. Um, well, I yeah. guess if they recorded it, that would be mm-hmm. quite interesting. But then would it end up just fucking with my head? I don't know. Oh um, so I'm still, I'm still on the fence. I very much and, believe, I've, I've always believed it though, even though. I feel like for most things you can find like a reason why, you know what I mean? Like a more realistic reason why mm-hmm. people have had these dreams or kids think this, like, you know, but I still believe it. And I still think it's really cool and interesting. And I just, yeah, but we should definitely look into getting hypnotized and doing that. I feel like that would be okay. so cool and so interesting. Find somebody who will do it for $10. $10. At like our- com. Maybe the same person that found our soulmates for Probably. It's probably like an, a digital. Everything's a digital. Yeah. A digital Close your eyes. hypnosis. Right. You were hypnotized. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what we found out. Yeah. You both were actually Cleopatra. Like you thought. We can just do it to each other. I can, I, I can try to hypnotize you and yeah. then tell you what you said, yeah. but I would make up shit. So that's a great warning. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. All right, and now it's time for Jam Jam. So what do you have? What do you listen to this week? Okay, so I feel like, honestly, I've been doing a lot of, like, um, bringing it back to the basics, podcast and audiobooks more recently, but um, there's a new song out by Miley Cyrus. I don't know, like, what a ton of the new music goes, but this one I know just came out, at least at the date of recording this. It'll, you guys will all have, like, heard this probably played out by the time this episode comes out, but... 
Um, it just came out and everybody was making a huge deal of it. It's called Flowers. And she made it as a response. So I guess her ex-husband, right? She was married. Mm-hmm. And what a lot of people were talking about was the fact that she released this song on her ex-husband, I believe, Liam yep. Hemsworth's yep. birthday. And then there were like rumors. I want to say, I don't know if she filmed the video like in his house or in their so- house. Or- she wore the suit that like there's this famous scene from them where he tells her to behave and he's wearing this suit and he's like why can't you ever behave or something like that and so she's wearing this and she films it in the house that he rented that he cheated on her with at least 14 girls the song is taken like the bruno mars song that was played at their wedding i think either their wedding or like their anniversary he played for them she flipped the lyrics and was like it's fucking iconic. Yeah, so the Bruno Mars song is like, I should have bought you flowers or, yeah. or something. And she's like, I can buy myself flowers. And yeah, exactly. It's, it's so good. I love it. Mine is Chris Young. He just released a couple songs. And uh, the one that I've been listening to a lot is called Looking for You. And it's really good. Oh. <laughs> and now it's time to dish, bitch. You better dish, bitch. <laughs> so for dish fish this week we're just going to be playing the he's a 10 he's a whatever but because i just feel like that's it's fun for us to play so are you ready yes all right he's a 10 but he vapes Mm, six i'm gonna say two Mm, it's just just (laughs) yeah i don't it's better than smoking but i don't i don't i don't really like it that's true i don't or like if they do the clouds and um, okay, he's a 10. Oh, I was scrolling Facebook the other day and people were, I guess it's a thing to do like vape weddings where like in all your wedding photos, you're like vaping and like the clouds are coming out. Like it I should be that's... not a thing to do vaping or weddings. I think. <laughs> <laughs> all right. He's a 10, but he refuses to follow you on Instagram. I don't know. Like I normally don't care about social media, but if he like refuses to follow you, that just seems yeah. kind of sad. I'm gonna say five. I feel like you're hiding something. Or if he doesn't have Instagram, I don't necessarily care. But if he right. does, but he's got it and of... he just refuses to follow yeah. you. Yeah. Like I don't care if you post about me. Like yeah. I get the ick couples like overdo posting about each other and like the lovey Same. shit. But to not even like be friends with you on social, that's a little mm, no. Same. Cause then I'm going to feel like, are you embarrassed of me or whatever? Like, I don't care if you're liking my pictures, comments on them. Like even I maybe prefer you don't, but like not even to follow me. Like, I don't cool. know. I was telling him to like your, like, I don't know. I don't like the comments. Like when guys leave like, yeah. real comments all over your picture, that kind of gives me the ick, but like, yeah. follow me and like, like at least some of them. Sometimes don't go crazy. Yeah. I don't know. He's an eight, but he constantly talks about himself. Like, I don't mind this if he also listens because I can tend to talk a lot. No, but if just he's like talking himself. over you and always yeah. just talks about himself, I would say four. I'm going to say a three because he's either maybe even less, but if he's talking about himself, he's either bragging, which I don't like. I don't like that shit. Or he's pouting and like oh nobody likes me you know right so. I feel like that's an additional layer though because just talking about himself a lot doesn't necessarily change anything but if he's talking over you not letting you talk mm-hmm. he's the only one talking he's monopolizing the conversation that's different and that yeah. sucks he's a six but he's really good at holding a conversation oh he's a nine maybe even a ten 
I don't know. Ooh, I'm going to say an eight. the personality is good. Yeah. I'm going to say an eight. He's a nine, but he's constantly flirting with other girls. Like even in front of you. In front of you. Mm-hmm. Like if it's, if it's like an open thing and he flirts with other girls, I honestly don't right. care. Or if like, there's not, if it's not complete or whatever, I really don't care. But if he's like, if you're out together and he's just like constantly flirting with other girls right in front of you, I feel like that's just like rude. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say, sure. what was, what did he start with? Um, he's a nine. He's going to be a five. I agree. I'm going to say a five. Cause just like flirting. Like I like, I want you to be nice, especially like, to my friends and stuff. Like, cause some people consider like, just well, but there's a difference between flirting and being charismatic. Like you yeah. can be a very charismatic kind of flirty that's personality true. person and not be like, directly flirting get girls numbers hitting on women right yeah. in front of you and he's there to spend time with you you if know what like i mean flirting, flirting i feel like that's not just being to like, me that's what would make it disrespectful he's a two then he's like the two. fact that you're out with me and you're not paying attention to me is more what it yeah. is even than the flirting he's a two all right he's a three okay. but he tips well he should tip well he's still a three still a three yeah, I agree. I agree with yeah. that. Like t- that should just be a thing. Yeah. Why are so low? <laughs> He's an eight, but constantly talks about his ex. I'm not going to date him. He might still be an eight for some <laughs> No, like a four. He's a four. Yeah. I, I mean, talking about your ex some, I don't, it's totally fine, but constantly implies he's not over it and he's got for issues. Sure. And I don't want to do all He's that. a one. He's a one. Yeah. He's a four, but he takes amazing pictures of you. He should take amazing pictures. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Does that change it? Yeah, that changes it for me. Like, I feel like that's not something that I really care about. You've seen the pictures that my husband has tried to take of us with his thumbs in it. They're real shaky. I feel like that's a typical man taking pictures. So if he takes good and doesn't complain and doesn't like, like he's like, yes, girl. Like he's definitely at least an eight at that point for me. I mean, I'll give him like an extra point, but I don't know if that's something that I'd really care about. I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> Taking really bad, but if they take bad pictures of you, especially if they take really bad pictures of you and then post them or like share them, then you're definitely losing points. You're because like a one. That's so embarrassing. Yeah. He's a six, but he's always early. <laughs> he's a three. I'm always yeah, late. Just like, oh, so many problems. <laughs> I want to say he's like a five then because I don't want to be like rushed. I don't want to feel like I have to hurry and like I'm panicking now because I don't have enough time. So you're a five or a four. So <laughs> last one. He's a nine, but he wears a fanny pack. He's a 10. He's a I'm 10. Yes. I like it. Do you? He's a 10. <laughs> I'm so here for it. <laughs> all right guys that wraps it up for today's episode thank you so much for joining us if you decide to go get hypnotized or if you have and you know about past lives please tell us all about it because it's really interesting and we'd love to hear about it so follow us on instagram and tiktok and join our facebook group follow us on youtube subscribe good comments five stars thumbs up all the things and we will see you next monday Bye. Bye.